Hey, what is going on, you sexy, sexy recruiters, you? This oh. is David Seven Patterson. Uh, you may call me DSP. Uh, this is the Headhunters Live with my uh, beautiful co-host right there, Neil Lipovitz. Excuse my French. Anyway, what's going on, Neil? Hey, brother. Everything is lovely. Kind of decent weather here in Manhattan. Finally, fall-like, brisk, lovely, crisp nights. Uh, yeah, I love, love, love this time of year. When, when, when the weather gets kind of crisp. Now, of course, here in Florida, I've got crazy humidity. So when it gets nice and dry during the summer, that's when I love it. Um, but People do uh, apple picking here starting around now. And, and you know, uh, it's a big thing. I used to do it all the time. But it's ridiculous because how many apples can one eat, right? You come back with they well, saw well, now let me ask you this. So, so because I know apple picking be kind of romantic. So, do you and your fella like? Do you ever go out on like these like <laughs> uh, apple picking dates? You know, no <laughs> judgment if you do. Wrong it's cool with that. I I do swing the female way. That There's said, nothing wrong with apple I have picking, not by the way. On a date with it. I I did years ago. I did it with the kids. I did it. Yeah, yeah. You would. It's a great date. I don't know. Yeah, you don't do it with the guys. It's definitely not a. Listen, I know you're much more of a man than I am. What you have to point that out every episode. No, not at all. Like it's a brave, it's a brave new world, brother. It is a brave new world. Don't be a phobe. Um, hey, <laughs> speaking of which, by the way, we have not speaking of which, we have a great show today. I want to let you guys know what we're talking about uh, before we get get too deep into this. Uh, we have uh, Peter Rubenstein on the call with us. Um, now, Chris, by the way, will be here maybe halfway through the show. He's going to be running a little bit late. Uh, but Chris, Peter Rubenstein is going to be on the call with us, and he is going to be talking to us about uh, selling your firm. Um, he he actually uh, uh, specializes in connecting investors and uh, and staffing firm owners. And so we're going to be talking about valuations. We're going to talk about how to do it on the sneak if, if you're trying to sell without it being public. We'll talk about uh, uh, what you can do right now to to increase the value of your firm. Um, yeah, and so uh, so with that said, uh, if everybody, if you're watching this live, please do me a favor, comment live down below. It'll help the algorithm and help more people see it. Give us some likes, give us some loves, et cetera. I'm really trying to grow the show, and we need you guys to help us do that. If if every one of you shared, watching this for the next couple of days, shared the show, we'd be the biggest show out there. So uh, help us uh, uh, reach more people. friends. And they mm -hmm. tell two friends, and so on and so on. That was an well, old commercial not, in the seventies. That, in fact, that was a, a, a multi-level marketing right there, man. I, uh, in fact, I, I will admit, I did do Amway in my early twenties. Oh, you did not. It got me. It got me. Oh, well, I was always entrepreneurial. And those guys that would grab your buddies and try to convince them that you found the, the way of the future for right. Well, yeah, well, you know, at the time I didn't. Uh, this is before I discovered staffing and, and recruiting. So, because I was always, I always wanted to start my own business. I was always wanted to be entrepreneurial. I didn't have any direction, so I got sucked into the Amway thing, uh, and then I discovered recruiting, and then yeah, I went that direction. Dude, but, uh, but yeah, man, Amway. It's like a cult. Those MLM things, man. One of my oh, yeah. buddies, who turns out it's Peter's cousin, his first cousin. My God, Craig. He was in it when, back when he was right out of college, and it was not it was not Amway. It was one of the uh, A.L. Williams Insurance, and mm -hmm. he had him go to this meeting, didn't tell me much, and then we come out, and he's like, how are you? What's your, what's your perception? You know, it was like, oh, my God, like trying to get you on. Like, I just found out you're going to become a billionaire, and there's no way you can lose, and 
and he's one of my best friends, right? Like it's nuts and MLM stuff. It was, it still exists. Oh, it is. And they, and they really saw that dream, man. They, 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 when I went joined, they would tell, I remember the, uh, I was in, um, I was like, I got 20, 21 or whatever. And I remember, you know, the guy got me and I was like, he, when I got in, he's like, he would take me to these events and he's like, all right, do you tell me what kind of car do you want? Like what, like your, your dream car, mine's a Jaguar. And, and, and he's driving this uh -huh. jalopy Toyota, you know, uh, uh, Corolla, whatever. And so, you know, it was, it was one of those things. It's, it was, it was interesting. It was my first foray into entrepreneurship. Uh, didn't quite That's work so out. Cool. But, um, now we can make yeah. money the old fashioned way with sponsorship from our, uh, from our tens of viewers. Do you know how much we get paid by Diet Pepsi to, to promote the brand? You, they don't know these things, David. It's dimes, stacks of dimes. Stacks. It is crazy. Uh, Every time I take stacks a sip, stacks. it's like liquid, it's like liquid diamonds, right? <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's let's on that note, let's bring Peter on because I want to make sure we, yes. we have time to get into the meat of things. So, Peter, uh, welcome on. Let's bring you in. And there. what is there? He is one, uh, the only Peter. Hello. So, so uh, up, hey, how are you? Hey, what's up, Peter? Hey, so before we get into everything, Peter, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll introduce you here in a second. But, um, but before we get into it, do you prefer to go by Pete, Peter? Pete, uh, P dog, T bone. Uh, what's your, what's your preferred, uh, uh, uh nickname? Just Pete, Peter. Peter. Well, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It's all good. Peter, all right. Uh, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, um, let's start in like, so, so, so who, uh, who are you? What do you do? Um, and, uh, what do you so, gotta share uh, with us today? Well, thanks guys. This is a, this is an awesome show. I've been listening for a little bit, a little bit. And, oh, uh, and uh, I think I have some good advice for a lot of the listeners. You know, I started my career uh, 24 years ago. Man, I'm getting old. It's really terrible. Oh, you know? dude. I and Neil, Neil, Neil was a big Maharai back in the day. He was like, you know, big time at what was it, Agilon or something? President, Presidente. Wow. You know, and here I am, you know, trying to do some business with them. But, um, you know, guys, all I could say is, uh, you know, it was a big company I was part of. And, uh, you know, and we had a very, very large exit. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, one of the best moments of my life. All right, let so me let I me say see. this for everyone watching, because it's because because yes, like yeah, we've gone back in business. We've known each other personally. Um, you're a big you're, you're you've been in the business for a long time. Peter's a big player in the in the business. He's created lots of of of, of different companies in the business that people know of and stuff. I'm just saying he's very humble. He's never going to say anything. We're not going to talk about it. But Peter's a player. So when he talks about staffing, gives you advice. He's not a broker. Oh, let me bring on a broker and get you guys like, uh-uh, he's a real deal, okay? I'll leave it at that. It's a big deal, yeah. So go ahead, Peter. The buyers and like the buyers are people that own, you know, 500 million, billion, $2 billion businesses. A lot of you guys are small and, and what I wanted to, you know, go over today with you guys and, you know, I'll let David lead it and however you guys want, but th there is a really cool way to say, you know, if you're out on your own and you're small, easily, if you work, you know, if you, if you have some clients and you go the route that we tell you, you can make a couple of million bucks easy on a sale, 
Very easy because big guys are looking for your one customer that they don't have, and they'll pay you a decent multiple for your business. Um, one customer they don't have. It's a great, great point, right? It's always different, right? Correct. Right. You don't customer, know. Like, you know, hey, for instance, I have a friend who has a fraternity brother who let him on a really good account. He doesn't have, you know, maybe he has eight or nine guys working there. It's not huge, but it's really hard to get that account. And let me tell you, you know, it's these little things that you may not think of, you know, but I will tell you, if you have an opportunity to do business, do it. You know, you know, you have a back office right here. You don't need money. You have someone that will fund it for you. You have a coach that will teach you how to do things. And then you have a schmeck like me that will sell it to someone and put a few million bucks in your pocket. So what are you waiting for? Well, well, okay. So speaking about that, let's, let's, we don't want to uh, start. Let's start. Let's start general because I think for a lot of folks uh, who maybe uh, haven't been in the business that long, so they don't under, understand uh, what it takes to, to to sell a recruiting business. Because there's there's obviously direct hire, there's retain uh, uh, search, there's yes. there's staff application contracting. So maybe if you walk us through some of the, like, sure. the basic building blocks of what makes a firm valuable and what doesn't. And what sure. determines multiples, all that, Peter. Right. Like you're yeah. talking to people that they've asked so many questions, like anything that, again, I, all the, I, like I have so many questions. So just anything you want to talk about. Sure. Interesting. I, I will say that I'm sure most of everyone on the call does a lot of perm and, and retained is the start of where your evaluation goes, but it's the consulting where, you know, where you'll need like a boss or a back office solution to help you fund it, you know, but, you know, even if you have 10 or 20 people on billing, it's worth money. And it, even if they go off billing, you still could put them back on billing. And, you know, it, to get an evaluation, they're looking at what have you done and what can they buy? Because when they buy you, your perm fees are already paid. So it's really, there is a value to it, but it's not a big value. So if you I have tenor on only perm, by the way, I get asked that all the time. Now, I know it's really low and we're throwing out straight perm, right? Like you know, it's 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 really it's not even a multiple. It's just what is the client? How long have you been doing yeah. business and what are they willing to pay for that? Because a lot of people can get in on a perm contract. They're not as hard to get unless you're talking about a Fortune 500 company that may have a value of a half to a one X. Wow, but that's it, right? Half to one X. Wow, it's very low. Wow. Now, 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 with that, so no, for for direct hire though, uh, uh, let's say it was like more retained, like a model or like maybe a rolling retainer model, like a long term, yeah. like yeah, like a long term return. Like anything that's that's sure. recurring revenue, basically, is, sure. is the key, right? Yeah, I would say retained. You know, if they if they're doing, you know, a half a million a year more, I think they can get a four or five X on that model. Now, now with right. that model, then what is it like? Okay, so so what if it's if it's a one person show? That that's the one thing I think that a lot of people uh, have to think about. Yeah, you may be doing half a million a year, but if it's you know the, the Peter Rubenstein show, for example, you know, and there's nobody else in, in the firm, you know, uh, that's got to affect obviously the multiple, right? You, in fact, you probably have to agree to stay on for. <clears throat> sure, I mean, it, it, that's the thing. You know, it, it it depends on the buyer. Like a lot of these smaller companies that are the one man shows they want to maybe stay on because they may go to a place that will say hey i'll give you 15 recruiters at my cost 
and all you need to do is bring in jobs and we'll fill them. And now your little, you know, one and a half million dollar company can go to 10 million and you may get an earn out on the back end where you'll make another million and a half in three years. So See, there's a lot of cool ways up, to you, you do bring it. up all these wild situations that aren't wild. Their point is you don't know when people say, I'm not selling. If you have, if you've been in business for a couple of years or whatever it is, you have something there. You want to talk to people always, right, Peter? Because you don't know. You're, you've just brought up so many things. I'm like, oh, of course, right? Like, who knows what's going to appeal to somebody? And then they might be willing to pay you a ridiculous amount or some nothing, right? Like, I love your yeah. There, there. You know, it's interesting. There, you know, I, there's. I have transactions where a lot of people do IT, a lot of people do medical, but like, you know, this medical guy. Um, he didn't really want to sell, but I hooked him up with a company who has like 150 people coming in, travelers from the Philippines, where, you know, that company would instantly have a place to put their people with this guy. And a guy wasn't willing to sell, but now they're in very heavy talks because it looks like, you know, maybe they'll do like a 51-49 split. Wow. And, and he'll let the company keep growing, but they'll have some skin in the game. They, they listen, like you don't have to sell your whole company, guys. You could right, sell right, half of it or fifty-one percent. And that's the thing people don't think about too, right? And then you you can be, you can leverage all this all these resources and become a player or whatever, right? Sure, right. Like it doesn't mean that you're giving away your baby. You can just bring someone in that you, you're missing that one piece where you know. It's you know you may need a firm that maybe their name maybe your client is so good but you don't have the muscle behind it you know maybe if you take on a bigger entity that helps you get to where you have to go you could do ten times more business and become a lot more valuable um, you know and you don't have to be afraid to migrate from perm to contracting because really guys the contracting is where you're going to get you know anywhere from a 5 to an 8x if you're doing contracting in government contracts state local government you're going to get a 7x and the reason why is because those contracts last a long time and they're much right. more valuable. but think about that for a second right think about that even if you're not selling now everyone it's worth 7x okay that means it's not dollar for dollar. No, I don't want to do contract. I don't want to do that. I can get more of my search fees. One and done. It's yesterday's news. Your $30,000 search fee, right? You get that on the contracting side of the business. Let's say it's only $20,000 you get, okay? That's worth $140,000 to you. And I you're mean, getting that $20,000 every month. Right, it's a monthly. Right. You're getting it monthly. Exactly, Right. So it's worth so much. It's the only way you get valuation. And and Peter's the expert on it because, right, Peter, like. Even if you're small, it's worth talking to us. And you know what? If you're not ready to sell, you know, maybe Dave can coach you, you know, and, you know, you guys could work with, you know, boss where all you have to do is get, get the contract, put the people to work. They finance mm -hmm. the whole payroll. It's so easy. All, if you have an account that brings in contractors and you're not doing it, start doing it because it will build your evaluation higher. Um, and uh, I, I truly think that that's the way to go. Retained search is great and just straight perm is great, but straight perm, 
it's 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 very very hard. It, it's more of a lifestyle business, you know. If you could make a couple of hundred thousand a year in placements, that's your income, mm-hmm. and it's hard to sell that, guys. You want to try to get more robust for an exit. Well, let's talk about, about, about multiples. You, you, you mentioned multiples a couple of times, and those folks who don't know, you're talking about a, a multiple of, of the the, in, the the net net income, not your gross revenue, but net income. But I would have to imagine that if it's a sole operator, even say a, like re, like retain one, or, where uh, it's a bit more attractive to an investor, we're talking about a multiple of your net. Your net, uh, uh, and I think you would agree. I would imagine that if you're a solo operator, your net is actually going to be different than the net they would consider because you're probably not taking a salary. So your net income is, includes what you would make if you worked for, let's say, the the acquiring company. So um, is that? And I might be wrong, but is that something that is taken into consideration? You know what? Sure. You know, I, I yeah, I mean, but or is what, it already built in, Peter, or is it already? It's already, or is it already built into the ridiculously low multiple, right? It is for sure, right? How yeah. does it come out? I mean, it's yeah. a hard question to answer, right? It's, right, right. It is baked in, David, to the multiple. It is a hard. I get it. Yeah, good question. <laughs> well, so let me ask you this. So, so let's so let's talk about the market. So, uh, obviously, we're in a much different place the market than we were a year ago. So, what's the what's the appetite right now for uh, for for these search firms that, that may want sure. or seven that may want to sell, what's I would say it, a lot of people, individual companies are looking to buy. The private equity slowed down because money's expensive, and uh, but there are companies that would love to buy a smaller company um, for the accounts, and you know there's a lot of people that I work with that have tasked me to do that. Mm. So, okay. you know, it, it, there's a big appetite, you know, if you're a huge hundred million dollar firm, you know, that's a whole nother level. Like, you know, they're going to the PE firms, you know, but that's a tougher business now to sell because there's a, the money's expensive. It's mm-hmm. expensive money now. So. so I have a question for you. David, can you please put up the website to back office now for slash broker where you can uh, sign up for a form? Uh, get introduced to Peter and stuff like that for box brokers. Shameless plug. Shameless. All right. Here, here's your shameless plug. <laughs> uh, well, it's a plug for Peter. I feel no shame. It sells. It's just we're going to grab it, capture it nicely, and and refer anyone over uh, you know who wants to talk and wants to get more. So I guess it is a uh, a shameless plug. Peter, my question is, I was involved in M&A from a larger company perspective, but I did some smaller acquisitions when I was president. From from someone like you that deals with these smaller players, you get it really, really well. Um, what are things that they should look for? What makes them more valuable? For example, we owe, like your client base, right? Like you were mentioned, government contract as an example. You were, uh, things like diversified clients. That's important as opposed to doing, you could do a million in perm, but if it's a one client, like what are those things that they can do to increase their value, even if they're not selling today? You know, you, you may want to diversify the types of people you place. You know, maybe you want to do some IT, some medical, some engineering. You know, it's nice to have a diverse book, um, you know, where a buyer will say, OK, you know, they're hitting, you know, maybe because we may do all those three and maybe we could grow all three, which would make it, you know, more appealing to a buyer. Um, so, you know, that's one thing. 
Um, you know, you want to have a really good website. Um, you know, you want to have some press releases. You know, you want to do things to make your image look beautiful. And, uh, you, know, you, you know, what separate, you know, when you guys are on sales calls, right? Why should I deal with you? What separates you from the guy I just spoke to 10 minutes ago? So, you know, you want to have a little bit of a, a differentiator in your story, you know, whether you're using AI technologies or whatever it is, you want to promote it and get the word out there and go with it. Um, but you certainly, you know, want to build your customer base. You know, every quarter you should definitely add one customer. No matter what. about So what about red flags? So so there's things that, that, that you know, we should – or. Uh, people should aim to 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 have when they, when they want to sell what about red flags so let's say somebody comes to you like what are the red flags that you or some of the buyers you work with look for yeah that- like for instance i mean there's a lot of them but the the big the biggest one is you know you got to have your stuff together like quickbooks you know you know you want you know people are not going to buy you if you don't have a balance sheet you know you could say hey we do 1.7 million in top line and then they're going to ask for your bank statements and if they don't add up then you don't do 1.7 million so you know be honest don't fabricate your numbers at never just keep everything a hundred percent to the penny honest um because you know it these will people that come about, out and do diligence and it's all right they're going to have a great advice yeah great advice right so just be honest and if you get a little less, at least you're getting an offer. I will tell you that I have people that are buying very small firms. So if you want out and you have a few clients, you know, even if you're doing a half a million a year, I still have someone that would buy you. And if you do, you know, 30 million a year, I, you know, which I don't know how many of you do or a hundred million a year. So I like those, but the little ones are good too. So, you know, please, you know, back office now, you know, go to there, you know, just tell us, a, give us a little blurb. Hey, you know, I have a firm. My top line is this, you know, and, you know, I'll call you, you know, and if you want back office, I'm sure Neil will call you and, um, you know, we'll take it from there. But, you know, whether you're small, medium, big, you know, we could talk and we could also assist you on how to grow if you're not ready. <laughs> um, and I'm sure David could coach you, um, you know, and get you there. And uh, so between us, we could really prepare you for, you know, the five million dollar exit that you've been waiting for to get five million. It's a lot better than a million. But to get Mm -hmm. five million, I would say you have to be making one million to one and a half million a year. So that's, you know, and that's not a lot, guys. You know, you could have an IT guy at one hundred and fifty an hour paying him a hundred making 50 an hour, you know, you have like, you know, 23 of those guys. And then, you you know, there's a lot of business out there. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends on who you're dealing with. So, Hey, by the way, we have our, our largest uh, placement ever. Uh, Look at this guy. He's getting 750 bucks an hour. Jesus. How's that for a a three-year assignment? How's that for a gig? For a three-year assignment? That's pretty Four years, man. As a, what as is he? A, a, he's a, is the guy. He's an Uber driver in like <laughs> in, in Israel, going to the Gaza Strip back and forth. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, that is. Let's, let's cra- pray for the people. Yeah. But, oh yeah, uh, actually, yeah. Actually, speaking of which, yeah. So, um, 
I've, I've got a buddy of mine in uh, in Jerusalem right now. Actually, I, I think he's getting out today to Dubai. Uh, him, him and his family. But yeah, it's brutal. No one can get out. Uh, yeah, but and, guys, and the crazy. There are people here in the U.S. are celebrating it, which which the, which is the which is absolutely yeah. disgusting. You know, to not take a side, but I'll take a side. Like I, you know, there are people out there who yeah. are who are celebrating this shit, and it's uh, 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 disgusting. Anyway, let's not bring it on the show. But do we take any questions on the show or no? Um, yeah, we had, we had one person just uh, um, uh, commented here, Kwame. Uh, who, what job is it? It's, 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 the, it's the CEO that, that, of a uh, yeah. large company, of a mid-sized company, but it's owned by a Saudi Arabian company, an engineering company. Wow. And so up, they have lots of money, the Saudis. Well, now, I, actually, actually, for anybody who does have any questions, drop them in, and we'll get them answered as we see them. So, uh, yeah. um, all right. So, so, all right. Let's let's talk about this. Uh, Kwame, actually, Kwame, uh, you can see Kwame. Kwame um, is, uh, I know he's, um, well, he was in Scotland, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, Scotland. Oh, wow. So, all right. Let's talk about international companies, right? So, not just U.S. based, but if you're in Australia and in, in Europe, if you're, you know, whatever, what? Um, what are the considerations if you're international? So um, there are bars that are global. And if you have a business in Scotland or, you know, the EMEAs and, you know, the Nordics, I mean, people want that because there's something you guys are established. You've already done the business with the government, set up the bank accounts. It's a lot of legwork that they may not have to do. And they, it's a good entry point for them. Yeah. Do they have to have business in the point. U.S., Peter? Well, it, well, no, no, not at all. The, okay. My no, buyers, my buyers are global. Okay. Because we so have. A it doesn't matter where they are. Yeah. Okay. David has a lot of. We have a lot of viewers in the U.K. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, and some of the the larger part of the union, but U.K. pretty, pretty sizable. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, right? U.K. Australia is another big one as well. Yeah, Australia too. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, right. All right. So, Jason, all right. on there, out there, exactly. All search. So, what does a typical uh, uh, purchase look like? So let's so let's say they contact you, they 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 go through due diligence, and you have a buyer. So let's say the deal goes through. Like, what's generally speaking, what's the process like post sale? Like, what does that look like for? So you know, let's just say the average. company you know does you know I don't know like ten million a year you know. The, EBITDA of, you know, a million. And let's say, you know, they agree on a formula. First of all, the sale probably could take mm -hmm. five to seven months. There's a lot of due diligence. Sometimes they wait for a month. You know, they want all the contracts. There's a lot of legwork. Sometimes, you know, the quickest one, the small ones could be three months. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then post-sale, you know, there's a lot of different things. The owners may want an out. So you, they agree to just stay on for six months. Some owners want to only be on for three months, and then it depends. Um, some owners want to be on for a year. And then in that year, you know, there's a compensation package that's agreed to. Um, so there's a million ways. And really, if you're the seller, you're, you're calling your shot. And, you know, if they accept it, they may adjust it. But, you know, don't be bashful. You're, it's your company. They're buying it. So if you want to get paid for the year that you're there, then you're going to get paid. Who pays um, for all So, that? yeah, you, you have to figure it's a six to eight. Huh? No, keep going. Keep going. Sorry, brother. Who what? Six. No, keep going. It's a six to eight guy. It's, an, it's a six to eighth month general process. And when it gets into the uh, lawyer's hands, 
um, you have a closing date, just like a house, and then you close, and then all the future receivables go to the new company. And, uh, you know, at that point, you will probably have, you know, a larger recruiting team and they're going to want you to grow your, but you're going to want to grow your business bigger because you're going to probably have a payout. Let's just say a typical payout would be 60% down, uh, you know, 30% in a year and 10%, you know, in two years. And that last buyout will be tied to maybe like an earnout where if you grow the business, you get more money or something like that. So, you know, they get creative. Now, so, Kwame has a question here. With, yeah, I was interrupting oh. with the question before we had from Kwame. Go ahead, David. Yeah, yeah. Kwame has a question. He said, what's involved in the due diligence process? Can you explain the details? Uh, now, I'm going to assume part of that also involves where you've got to look over your shoulder and cough, right? So it's your bank statements. It's your two the, your last two years, you know, tax returns, they're going to want all your accounts um, in terms of the contracts. Because remember, contracts could renew every three years. Maybe you're doing MSP business. Maybe you're not. You know, they're going to evaluate. Everything has a price. Things get evaluated with a different multiple depending on what it is. And uh, these companies have it down to a science. And they, some people just have their own way of, of evaluating and some people do it a different way. And you as the seller, that's why it's good to, um, you know, go with a guy like me because I'll bring it to two or three buyers. And you'll see, you know, when if they're all interested, one guy may say, I'll buy you for one four, one will be at one five, one will be at one three. They're going to be very close because they're their evaluation they're pretty close mm -hmm. you know they they're they're and, you know on, what's on, a going fee for what's a go what's the latest i know it, it totally changes but it's five ten percent what's it go with the seller fee? it, it depends like it, it just depends on the size of the business but for small firms we usually take like you know eight to ten percent of that so if they get a million dollars you know we would take you know eight to ten yeah yeah all right, so that's, um, that's that's standard, right? It's been that way forever. Ten is standard, but oh, we, you know, we, yeah, the yeah, bigger yeah. they are, we go lower. It's like right, a real right. estate transaction, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cool. Well, uh, uh, so so that's it. I want to get get a little bit silly, if you don't mind, just for a sure. minute. But I really want to ask this question. So, and if you can't answer, it, totally okay, because there might be confidentiality issues. But uh, what is your uh, either funniest, craziest? Zanius is something like, like you're like you're you're like everybody has a go-to war story they typically tell about about what they do. What's one of yours that you could share if you have any? Oh in this business. Yeah. Crazy deal that went awry or you know, I, I just I just think that you know the, the, the weirdest thing that really ever happened is that and it's just not even crazy. It's truly just, you know, the people that want to sell will overstate what they have. And during due diligence, it could be 50% less. And the buyers get meds. And, and it happens. But that's why you got to just go in honest and, uh, you know. I, it, there's really nothing crazy. Like, you know, not in this business. Other businesses, yes, but not this business. Well, yeah, Peter's, uh, <laughs> Peter always has stories. I, I, to add color, well, what we should say is what's kind of cool. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Um, I'm normally the token Jew 
to Chris and David. And now we got Peter and I ganging up on David. It's kind of exciting. If Chris doesn't join us, we have a very <laughs> Jew dominated call yeah. today. Well, I, well actually, it, it, te technically, I'm connected to the Jewish face, not, not through me, but through my better half, my, my youngest daughter, because I go through the female line. So, technically, my daughter, my youngest daughter, is one of the chosen people. So, oh, um, so I'm connected. My so I'm connected. Was yeah. Catholic, yeah. But she was Jewish by injection. Good on job. What I will so say, guys, the truth is, is, is that keep your QuickBooks up to date. You know, you want to have financial statements, which is you could just do, you know, very simple, like money in, money out, put it in QuickBooks by client, client X, money in, money out. Um, and it's just, it's so easy. It's, it's really not rocket science. Um, uh, Kwame uh, asked here in, in Australia, pre-2008, it was eight times Ibiza and contract focused business 12 times. What's it now? Uh, and he says post-2008, it was four times. Um, I don't know if you, if you necessarily would have that, that information necessarily off the top of your yeah, head. But but that, 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 listen, that's a great question, but it's, it's all hearsay. I mean, it, it, yeah. there is no... If a business got 12x, then they were involved with a lot of government. They probably had an MSP involved, you know, where they had business going through their software. If you're just a staffing firm, you're never getting 12x. It's never happening. Unless, mm -hmm. like, the biggest, like, I have one going now. You're just a staffing firm, just a search firm, you mean? If you're a consulting, if you, I have one now that's 120 million with a 12 and a half million EBITDA they'll be lucky to get 7x. Right. And that's big. And that's straight out. There's no technology, no MSP business, no VMS business. They're just monsters. They deal with Apple, Meta, you know. So also a big, 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 big dilution of EBITDA is let's say you do 10 million in business and seven and a half million is with one customer Mm. It's very scary. Your 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 EBIT is going to be X minus X X X because if they lose that customer, you know, and and again, and the buyer is going to have to go on the phone with them. And again, you know, your contract may be three years or five years, and if you only have one year left, it's very scary. So they're going to spend so much money, and then if you lose the contract, then what? Mm -hmm. So that, that could be so a buy. And that buy could have conditions, you know, based on the customer staying and re-upping. Then you'll get your full money. Um, yep. You know, I'm hey, curious. Wait, um, Kwame, Kwame's upset. Oh, yeah. Not talking now. Said it wasn't here. So I just want to say what Peter, what Peter means is not that they didn't get 12. We believe your story. Of course they did. Uh, the hearsay meaning that it, 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 you could also hear stories of people that got four or two, where Peter's going right now, where it goes way lower than that. So it's not a number that he could come up with, say, Australia's eight to 12. So <clears throat> Listen, if the guy know. got 12, he may have yeah. had, well, here, right, here's a good one. Let's say they had a business where he's making huge, like he's making 40% margins, you know, and he has, you know, hundreds, tons of people on billing for many years. The buyer may have said, wow, this guy really has unbelievable niche unbelievable people and, and and i can't replicate that so i'll give them a double x you know because i really love the business so much they, there's so many reasons why that person could have got 12 but the, i'm talking in the mass especially now um 
you know, it depends on the size of your company. The smaller you are, the, the you're not going to get the higher multiples. Are we good, Kwame? Because we can't afford to alienate 50% of our viewership with the two viewers on today. We can't get <laughs> one of them upset with us. So, Kwame, we're sorry. <laughs> Kwame's awesome. He's, he's by the way, Kwame. I'll, well, reach, I'll reach out to you soon. We need to connect. He's a great guy, by the way. Great guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know for quite a few years. Um. So all right. So 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 Peter. So you've been obviously been in the in. Well, you're you're doing this now, but you've been in the business for a long time. You won't reveal the company, long. but your 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 exit was uh it, it was a company in this field. So and it was a fairly big one. So you've you've had a lot of uh experience, and you've had a lot of I'm sure again more stories and whatnot. And I'm curious, what do you see over the next, you know, five, 10 years? Uh, it's, it's actually, it's been like, like three to five uh, or there's three to five years. Where, where do you see the industry going? Um, I will uh, tell any, any you know, the, the thing that is interesting now is all this AI technology. You know, a lot of the MSPs right now are bringing in tools like Opley, which they are going to their customers and saying, hey, you know, you could use this to crowdsource folks for your internal, you know, hiring, you know, where you could still use us as the MSP, we'll, we'll payroll for you, but we won't need an agency. You know, it, 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 there are things against the agency, but on the flip side of that is they will always need agencies. But the, 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 you know, I will say that if you're an IT guy, it's the worst year you probably ever had, and it could only get better. I think that, you know, you know, we have elections and, interest rates and business and stock market and all that. But I think that um, it's going to be the next, if I have to be an, an analyst, an analyst, I would say the next six months are going to remain the same, maybe be a slight uptick because the budgets will come out in January. I think the fortune five is going to, they will hire their, their IT people. I don't think there'll be massive increases, um, but I think that it's going to be a rough year but I think it will be slightly better than this year. And then I think the year after we'll, we'll start, we'll start to swing back and there will be a time where it is, is crazy, crazy again, because if you really think about it with all the cybersecurity and all the things going on, just think like this is how you have to think of it. You know, I'm 53, you know, when, when Neil and I were, you know, in grade school, there were no cell phones, you know, Think about think about how in all of our lives there has been a technical evolution. Think about it. Think about TVs that used to push the button to change the channels. Think about Netflix and all the all these crazy things. So there will be technical people that aren't even invented. So like if you're really smart, you may want to get a niche and try to find dig, go into chat rooms, get these people and advertise that you have the best 10 cybersecurity people that do X, Y, and Z, things that no one's ever heard of maybe, and and, and start your own little thing. Yeah. But you great have to call this great, David, David, It's great. David, we should do a whole show. We'll do, we're going to invite Peter back on Not Broker Stuff. D David, let's no. talk about that with the whole niche thing because it's such a huge topic. Yeah. And right. And it's, I love that. And listen, yeah, 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 the firms all do the same thing. But if you could yeah. figure out this new thing that, eh, like, remember Y2K, Neil, when we first got in the business? Yeah. It could be another one of these weird things that could happen. And if you're, like, first to market on it, you win. You win big. Yeah, there's. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's. I mean, gosh. I mean, like you look at it, just five. There, 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 there. There are niches now that are really, really healthy that sure. were, that didn't exist like you know three, four, or five years ago. You know, sure. Watch one for example. In fact, I remember speaking about uh, about about when you were young, not having cell phones. I remember when I was in high school, if you had a pager, sure. uh, it would assume that you were a drug dealer. Basically, oh, yeah. only drug you dealers had pagers. Or a doctor. Or a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but all right, so so let's do this, and we'll, we'll wrap this up here pretty soon. But um, uh, what would you say? What advice would you give? Let's say, obviously, we want to get people who, who are interested now to reach out to uh, to you through backofficenow.com uh, forward slash broker. But but let's say they're not ready yet, right? Uh, what would you what what advice would you give somebody's watching now if they want to sell sometime next year and get ready for it? What should they start doing now to get ready and prepare? And before I you would answer say, that, Peter, yes, could sir. you just have David remove the, the broker forward slash, and that's your answer to get involved in the temp business. That's my commercial and plug. Go to back office, staffing solutions. They can help. You got to get in the business. Peter, I don't want you to plug me. What's the real answer? They have to do it. That's a great question, Dave. Keep your book straight. Get one new account every quarter, no matter what. Even mm -hmm. if you're kicking ass. You must get a new account or you don't go to sleep. You network with people. You know, you co-broker your perms. You, you don't, you know, no one is better than anyone else. Make all the friends you can in the business. You know, try to partner with people. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys do MSP business. Um, a lot of the people are very successful in that, that sell their companies. But there's also a lot of direct business still left. You really have to learn how to market into these accounts. You should have three meetings a week with new prospects to try to send your deck out, your value proposition, and you must always be selling. Well, Don't speaking stop. of which, time for my shameless plug. If you want to look right down there, if you actually want to uh, get ready for a sale next year, one of the very best things you can do is to install a sales and marketing system in your business. And uh, my company, the Digital Headhunter, can do it in less than 45 days. So just reach out to us through uh, realdsp.me forward slash build. Uh, and uh, there's there's a, a 35 minute video training video uh, detailing the offer, what we do, etc. And even if you're not interested, watch the video anyway because I'll give you some good ideas. Uh, and then from there, if you're interested, book a call on our on our calendars, and uh, we'll tell you all about it. And uh, cool. all right, so now that said, before we wrap up here, I want to ask. Looks like Chris is not coming in, so uh, we will chastise him later. Uh, so I do want to ask, and I want to start doing this on every time we have an interview. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you with this one. So, uh, but I want to start doing Neil, and I actually even talked to you about this. But uh, I, was, I was wanted to ask everybody uh, uh, what their favorite um, or most impactful book is, right? Uh, and uh, and and why, right? Because everybody has one. Uh, I know for me, is the the War of Art was the one that really made a big difference in my life. So for you, Peter, can you name a book that had a big impact? And why? Oh boy! Ooh. Mm. Well, I you know a big impact. You know, I'm not. I'm not. A, I read like John Grisham. <laughs> so I, you know, is it a directive? No, I don't know. That it's not a great question for me. But um, I like to read. But it's, it's not, not one for me either. I'm it's more of a suspense thriller guy. So that you know, I don't know. Me it's too. Not a huge Robert Maybe I should Lundlund. read more. I love. Hey, John. Well, 
for for me for me it was always uh the war of art by uh stephen pressfield but if you want to talk about fiction uh, uh adrian chaskowski Tr- Tr- i can't pronounce his last name but if you if you like sci-fi one of the best sci-fi writers out there sci-fi and fantasy i i I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd i dig those kind of books That's but nice. um yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's. Uh, I guess we can start wrapping things up here, uh, Peter. Is there anything you want to um, to add, or anything that you want to throw out there say, that you haven't covered yet? If you're very small, call me. If you're medium, call me. If you're large, call me. I could help you um, in so many different ways on at least how to try to set yourself up for the future on selling and. Um, you know, I could find where your pain points are and then I could pass you to Neil if you need back office help and if you need coaching, advertising, marketing. I mean, everyone here is an industry leader. Um, again, it's hard to sell a firm for over $500 million. You have to um, build a pipeline of sales. It's selling, 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 selling. The more gross you do, the more you will get, period. So that's it. Actually, Peter, how do and we Kwame just uh, commented. Put- Email oh, yeah. address up to besides the form to reach. Peter oh, you know, directly. I I, uh, I deleted that actually. It's PJ uh, it's Peter at yeah. pjrdirect.com. That's right. It doesn't Peter matter. Peter. Or go to yeah, the well, form wall center. But if you want to reach Peter, Kwame wants to reach you. All right. So we yeah, have what we'll do is, is right. a, Peter, uh, uh, Peter, right? PJR Direct Peter, is that correct? Yeah. Well, we'll okay. do that is uh, uh, to the show. Yeah, yeah. So, so once once the show is done, we'll put we'll put Peter's email address in the comments so you guys can can access it right there as well. Uh, so either way, so either go to backofficenow.com forward slash broker or uh, reach out to Peter directly, and I'll I'll post the email down below. But uh, Peter, it was great. Thank you very much. Thank well, you guys. I, I want to on the show again, by the way. So uh, it's been it's been good. But next time, next time, uh, instead of a book, I'm gonna ask you what your uh, favorite dad joke is. All right. Oh, right. That's the one we got to do. <laughs> next time for Peter, true fact. And we'll leave it at that. Peter, when I first met you, well, uh, Peter was like 400 pounds. All right, I met stop him. it. No, listen, we both look at you. You're, no, what do you stop it? It's okay. Proud of it. Peter, like, was uh, like, Peter and I both went on like weight journeys, different, different things. But yeah. We'll talk about that. Why not? You're looking trim. And Neil, not a you don't look a day of Rady. Not a day. <laughs> I, I could look like Skeletor. <laughs> I know. All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much, everybody. I uh, appreciate you watching this. Um, thank you. Again, don't forget, yeah, reach out to reach out to uh, Peter. You can reach out uh, here at this uh, forum at backofficenow.com forward slash contact. Oops, sorry. That's the uh, – let me put up the broker one. Oh, here it is. There it is. This one, uh, forward slash broker. And of course, if you want to have a uh, sales market system built out for you uh, as well, to spec, reach out to me there, realdsp.me forward slash build. And last but not least, uh, if you want to get your back office dialed in with the best in the business, go to backofficenow.com forward slash contact. So anyway, that's it, guys. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, I will see hey you guys. next week with and our Kwame guest. Boobies is the answer for your son's joke. I knew it. Boobies. I knew <laughs> and by the way, our guest our guest next week is going to be uh, uh, Dave Nurse, the president of NPA Worldwide. So don't, make, don't miss it. That's it, guys. See you next week. Bye.